Welcome to issue 75 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as the so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Mike. Daniel, welcome back. We missed you. Hey, thanks. I'm, I'm still out and about, you know, I'm in Wisconsin now, still with the family. Um, how are you? Good, good. We're dealing with uh, forest fire smoke, so we're not in the fire, but the smoke's now come through. Excuse yes. my voice if it crackles. Yes, I saw, I saw the map uh, of the world of that happening. Um, and also joining us tonight is Steve. How are you? I'm very excited to be here to record. Uh, it seems like we haven't recorded in a long time. It has been a, it's been a minute. It has Maybe been. you haven't. Oh, well, it's true. Uh, my power went out last week. and That was brutal. <laughs> there's a thunderstorm outside right now as I speak, so let's keep our fingers crossed. And... It's not like bad luck comes in nines or anything. No, no, nines. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well... Got a good show tonight, don't we? You guys, you guys are gonna like give some learning to people. I'm excited. Yeah, but before we do that, we have a side scheme. We, we, we do. Have a, yeah, we do. I had the pleasure to visit you and Mustafa down in in your hometown, and we yeah. played some games. I got in a couple games, one with you and one with him. And uh, Danny, why don't you tell us about our game? Well, our game was we had a lot of fun. It, we were Totally destroyed by Kang, of course. Um, your son Owen was playing with us. He was he was the the rodent creature. Yep. Um, Everybody's favorite trash panda. Yep, yep. I was Star Lord. The first time I'd ever played played him, and um, he really makes the game hard for himself. Yes. How many times like, did you trigger his ability? Every time I could. Every round. Yeah. Every yep. round. <laughs> every round. I had. At least three encounter cards. Hey, I have a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't do that every don't round. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> then what's the point, man? What's, what's the, the point? point, man? I got all those three dollar cards I couldn't afford. Yeah, I, I. You did have like five allies out though at one point. Yeah. So you had a nice board going, and we made it through Kang two and got into Kang three, the Conqueror, and. Yeah. That's where um, we couldn't we couldn't right. bring it home, right? We yeah. we all joined Owen's board and mm-hmm. slowly died there. Yeah, but that's where I died anyway. I can't remember. You guys got through it though, right? Yeah, Maybe? I think. Yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you you died. I was playing Drax, so he survived a little longer. But um, in the end, we, Gang was victorious. So yeah, uh, as it should be. Yeah, and then I got a game in. Uh, another day with Moose. Uh, we decided to play Kang again as well. Uh, and this time we played with his son. So me, him, and his son. And we had some different heroes. He, on purpose, and you can see some photos on our Facebook page, on purpose said, I'm going to play Iron Man just to spite Daniel. Even though you weren't there. Even though I wasn't there. You weren't even there. I still felt the spite, though. I felt it. Yeah, well, it backfired because Kang won that one as well. I don't, I don't know if we even made it through Kang two. 
that time. We were pressed for time, but you know, it, it was it was a good weekend for Kang. Yep. Well, what are we really doing tonight, Steve? Mike and I are going to tell you guys all about our favorite Infinity Gem, the Power Stone. Okay, maybe it's not our favorite, but it's the one we're going to talk about tonight. Pretty darn good. Yeah. So that's the modular set we're going to talk about. We're going to give you some lore, and we're going to talk cards. So the Power Stone is an Infinity Gem, right? What is an Infinity Gem? That's, I think, key. So the Power Stone is one of six Infinity Gems that grants its user... The, the Infinity Gems, they grant their user control over a very specific aspect of reality, depending on which gem it is. And according to the most commonly accepted origin story, the six gems were once part of an all-powerful being who committed suicide out of loneliness. And wow. its Yeah, its power survived and manifested as the six gems afterwards. Um, that's a little different than in the MCU, where the gems are born out of like, the Big Bang and stuff. Now, is that coming out of early day comics? Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously, Marvel, they may uh, reimagine things or get a, a clearer picture. So th this is what I found, and it, it could change. But, um, so, but for a long time, the knowledge and the true nature of these gems is unknown. And the six were collectively just called soul gems. And much of their power was unrealized by those who used them at the time. Uh, but at one point, <clears throat> this being known as the Stranger obtains the one that would eventually be identified as the power gem and realizing it was part of a set was compelled to seek out all the rest and obtain them so this quest of his uh brings him to earth's moon where he has an opportunity to take two other gems from warlock and the gardener but those guys fend him off wait 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 wait, wait. there's a there's a hero called the gardener well he's a I, I believe Gard, the Gardener is this great celestial being, kind of like the Stranger, the Beyonder. It's not a okay. uh, flesh-and-blood sort of human-style uh, mm -hmm. character, as far as I understand. Mike, do you know anything different about Gar the Gardener? Not really. I, I seem to recall him being an elder of the universe, but I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I'm pretty positive that that's what he is. Um, Kind of like the strangers. Okay, so shortly after, the stranger actually loses his gem to Thanos, who we all know, right? Our our favorite purple character. Uh, and Thanos steals it from the stranger when the stranger leaves it unattended at yeah. one point. Just kind of sets it down, and Thanos just takes it, walks away with it. So, the good old days. Yeah. All right, so Thanos combines the gem with uh, four others that he happens to have. They don't... It's a long, right? There's a huge history. And he siphons off the energies to create a, a, a giant synthetic gem with the intent of destroying the stars of the universe without, like, absolute power. Not just half the universe like we get in the MCU, but, like, the whole darn thing. But Warlock, Captain Marvel, the Avengers, they all thwart Thanos' plan, and uh, they destroy that combined synthetic gem. They think everything's toast. And for a time, the five combined gems, they're thought to be destroyed— but then this conclave of elders of the universe eventually learned that they can't truly be destroyed. And they're actually just scattered across the universe. And they start to hatch a plan to use the gems to further their ambitions. And, you know, they set out to gather the gems together. And we reach the Marvel Universe where these gems are involved in everything. So that's kind of the quick and dirty version of what an Infinity Gem is and, you know, where this started from hmm. nice well i'm glad you left it there because i had 
no idea where to pick up the prehistory of what I was talking about. So I, I'm glad you left it in a good place. It tells a good story, even if there may be some gaps in it. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is like I'm reading it for the first time because I did this research before what vacation. I wrote a song. Uh, it's been a long, <laughs> long, long time. Me too. Me too. Okay, let's uh, let's talk the post bananas period. We're uh, we're going to talk about the champion of the universe from She Hulk 2004. Hey, remember Titania? Hey. Yeah. Yes. First episode with us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was my first episode before I was really on the show. I gave the backstory to her. And in that story, the champion of the universe gave her the power stone to defeat She-Hulk. Well, why did he do that? So the champion of the universe is an elder named Trico Slatterus. At one, some point, he takes over planet Skardon, where the only rule is might makes right. And he's the strongest thing, so he punches his way to the top and he rules the place. And he just wants fighters. He wants to he wants a challenge. He wants he just wants to be in the ring with people. And he starts making threats like, hey, I'm going to start, you know, blowing this place up if you don't give me some real challengers. So Adam Warlock and Gamora start enlisting fighters from the galaxy to upset his rule. They bring in uh, Beta Ray Bill, the the Shi'ar gladiator, and they just get pummeled by this guy, uh, mostly because weapons are not allowed on, in the ring under Skardon law. So he remains the undefeated champion. Now, at the same time, completely unrelated, Jennifer Walters is enlisted to the acclaimed magistrati who carry out the will of the living tribunal in court cases across the galaxy. So she's she's had to brush up on her universal galactic law. With no one else to turn to, Gamora calls upon the magistrati to provide a court-appointed advocate. Because remember, on planet Skardon, this is the law, so you can have an advocate. And this is where She-Hulk comes in. They sent her to this planet. She gets into the ring, and she gets her lights knocked out. But she appeals on the grounds that the Power Stone is, in fact, a weapon. I object. <laughs> yeah, I object. And perhaps my favorite bit of comic lore is that the appeal process lasts three months. <laughs> uh, so in this three-month period, she is training. She's buffing herself up even more than normal. Now, she she's basically convinced um, Trico that, you know, you fight without it. It's a weapon. You can't do it. Try to even up the stakes. And of course, he's like, yeah, I could do this, but I don't want to punch a woman. Oh. Oh, so then she ups the stakes. She's like, all right, all right. That's how it's going to be, hey? Tell you what, if uh, if I win, not only do you get off this planet, but you can never use the Power Stone again. And he says, beat me? No, no, never. But if I win, you're going to become my wife and provide me with many strong sons. And, well, we know what happens. She-Hulk punches his lights out because he doesn't have a Power Stone. She's been training. And he's salty about it. Of course he's salty. He just had the power. He, he has this power stone. And he's not even allowed to use it because he has he has some shred of honor or he's bound by some, I don't know, maybe law. Law. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, perhaps. So he's got to entrust the stone to someone who can take out the She-Hulk for him. So he lists Titania. And that turns into a whole thing where She-Hulk cheats, steals the stone from her, yada, yada. Anyways. You can go back and listen to what episode is that? You can go back Nine? and listen to issue twenty, and we talk all about it. Yeah, it's all in there. 
Mike, that story was bananas. It wasn't until like the last paragraph where I even understood a single word you said. <laughs> the magistrati paragraph? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, there she, oh, there's a mention of the stone. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That was weird. Yeah. So yeah. that's when the elders lose control of the power stone. Now, at some okay. point later, again, there's a bit of a gap. So in New Avengers 2013, this is a really neat storyline where you've got the Avengers storyline going on in the background. And then Tony Stark, like the quote unquote hero he is, uh, forms the Illuminati, which is a group of heroes who really control things behind the scenes, um, consisting of him, Richard Reeds, and amongst many other characters, and for a short time, Captain America. And it's kind of cool how they do it. They've got the one Avengers series, and then the new Avengers series running parallel to it. And, you know, they're they're trying to keep the the two lives distinct. It's almost like a an alter ego for an alter ego. Anyways, really cool. Have a look at it. Anyways, point being, in this series, there is a serious existential threat where the Earth is actually about to collide with an alternate universe Earth. It's a whole big thing. There's all the, the whole multiverse is collapsing in and on itself and the focal point of Earth. As it does. Okay. As it does. As it does. So during first, second time this is happening, uh, they, they say, okay, what are we going to do? Aha, got an idea. We're going to reassemble the Infinity Gauntlet, and that's going to save the day. Yep. Great idea, guys. That's not going to backfire. Uh, so Captain America uses the gauntlet, and it works, but the stones shatter. Nice going, Cap. So we lose the Power Stone. We lose all the stones. And if we were still going by the backstory that Steve gave us, where there was only one set of Power Stones, so that would be it, right? But, yeah. of course, Marvel has to reimagine things and... Okay, this next, the next incarnation of Infinity Stones, this is going to work differently. They are, between 2013 and 2018, they are reborn. They appear slightly different forms, slightly different colors, and the Power Stone is now gigantic, like an iceberg-sized stone. It's huge. Oh. And the Guardians stumble across it, along with the Nova Corps, and they're able to shrink it down with the power of cognition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Why not? They work differently. So here's the idea. We know that the six stones make you powerful, right? Right. Okay, so the Marvel creators, the writers, they come up with this idea for how that works. Each stone has its own potential that can only be unlocked through mastery of another. For example, if you have a mastery over mind, that allows you to unlock the full potential of the power stone. And if you have full uh, mastery over power, that in turn fuels the space stone, and so on and so forth. So if you hold all six stones, they all feed into each other, and this loop gives you infinite ability. Yeah? yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool. It. It's kind of okay, cool. Yeah. Infinity stones? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you, you get the infinite power by putting them all together. Cool. Got it. So that's how they're able to shrink down this gigantic car stone, because they have the power of cognition to shrink it down or something. Sure. So in this whole big thing in the Infinity Wars slash Infinity Warps storyline in 2018, uh, Gamora assembles the Infinity Stones and creates a new universe inside the Soul Gem, where the population has been halved, quote-unquote. Not halved as in half them died, halved as in smooshed together. So you have these wonderful merged characters called Soldier Supreme and the Iron Hammer and Ghost Panther. It's it's a thing, and it's, it's neat for a while. And then there is <laughs> the Sleepwalker 
who is a guardian of the Bindscape, which is the world inside the Bind Stone. So the idea of worlds inside the stones ex has existed, you know, for at least a decade before this, and it's been explored kind of lightly, but now they're saying, okay, they develop worlds inside these stones. And the Mindscape, it's it's all the things that we could possibly imagine that that fills up this Mindscape. So he's a being from there, and he knows something's going on. Something's going on with this whole population being halved thing. So he's trying to travel through the Infinity Gems to find one of his um, one of his allies. Won't get into all that great detail, but Sleepwalker's a, a nice little four-part series. Uh, as he's traveling through them, what are the, what's the one we care about? We care about the Power Stone, of course. So inside the Infinity Gems, he is guy. He has a guide for each one because he's a creature of the mind. He doesn't necessarily know how to traverse these other ones. The Power Stone is, surprise, surprise, a giant arena. It's a proving ground. Uh, First page, it, it's a giant fight. It's an orgy of fists. That's that's really what it is. <laughs> Can that be the show title, Steve? <laughs> we did it that way. Totally would be. <laughs> orgy of fists. Great. To endure here, one must possess great power. Responsibility is optional. Nice. Dreamwalker is escorted by the merged being known as Little Monster, a person who, when he becomes angry, shrinks down to an ant-sized hulk. Nice. The realm, yeah. The realm is ruled by Dynamis, eternal champion and embodiment of the power cosmic. Now, Dreamwalker is actually able to defeat Dynamis, even though he is not as strong. Why? Uh, the power of the mind. The power of the mind. He is from the Mind Stone. He's a uh... master of the mind. And whereas Dynamis's power is used without conviction, purpose, or thought, or something. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, cool, cool look inside the Power Stone. That's what it is. It's a bunch of people fighting. Now, inside the Soul Gem, loosely related, Loki is enlisting masters of each attribute. So he, he uh, links up with Emma Frost, who is master of a mind, Kang, who is a master of time, Ms. Marvel, who is. Master spirit or something? She's she's innocence. So great. So, soul. Uh, soul. She's soul, etc. So he creates a, a a set of six people who could use the stones to great effect. And he realizes that there is a copy of the infinity stones inside this gem. So the multiverse, remember we have multiple universes here, each with their own sets of infinity stones. And they don't necessarily work in any other universe. How is this possible when the multiverse has collapsed a decade ago? I don't know. I didn't read that far. But that that's happening. Anyways, Loki saves the day, because of course Loki is. He's the brains. I really like what they've done with him for the past decade. He bursts through the quarry of creation, which is this is this thing in the universe. It's a, it's like a barrier between you and you know, basically the forces beyond that created everything. And you're not allowed to break this barrier, but at some point Loki's actually able to burst through it. He discovers the horrors beyond, and aghast, he asks a Wolverine from the future to go back in time and stop him. Ah. Uh. Yeah. And huh. now if some of you are scratching your head because you've read this series and that's not what happened, it's because this is a flashback and time was actually changed after this. So the story doesn't really end like this. It ends slightly differently. However, later on, the problem is, is that in this changed reality, Loki actually ends up breaking into the quarry of creation anyways. He finds his own way there regardless, just in a different manner. And on the other side, he finds a bunch of Celestials who are basically the puppet masters for the stones. They give these stones out. There's 
thousands, thousands of stones in this place. And they're just giving them out to the multiverse. And they're controlling people through the stones. Basically, their wills are going through them. And he just didn't want to handle that. He asked Wolverine to, you know, wipe his memory. Uh, of course, he stumbles upon it again. Oh, well. So where am I going with this? Why bring Loki to the <laughs> Yeah, where are you going, Mike? No. Where am I? I told you this is. This story has many winding paths. I mean, they're spanning two decades. Branches in a tree. Branches in a tree. Rabbit holes within rabbit holes. And I am right. just glossing over the surface here. Right. Yeah. There's like the the Infinity Gems show up like constantly all the time. Right. There's tons of stories about them. But please continue your the one you're telling. <laughs> Let's talk about the Infinity Watch, which is just beginning, and I have no idea where it's going to go. This seems to have started around 2020 in the beginning. As usual, the heroes have no idea what's going on, and they just screw things up, right? That's what they do. That's all heroes are good for. Adam Warlock thinks he finally has a solution to this Infinity Stone problem. He's just going to grant them agency and autonomy. Eh? So he does, and they spread out across the galaxy, and each of them merges with a different soul, where they will then decide their own destinies. Thus, there is no doubt in my mind that this will be the end of the Infinity Wars. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So the Time Stone is the only one to remain on Earth, where it joins with a villain, quote-unquote, who has been unfairly, who has unfairly been committed to death. Uh, thanks to joining with the Time Stone, he is able to escape. There's much shenanigans with Wolverine and Loki, but the effect is this... It's not like he has the gem with him. He has merged with the gem. And that's this whole thing where people are trying to get the stone out of him, but there is no getting the stone out of him. He is basically the time stone living embodiment of it. Which, at the point of writing, led me to write, where is the power stone? Who's got it? Because at this point, we didn't know who that was. And I thought that was going to be the end of it until Vardane started writing another paragraph here. Right. So (laughs) I wanted to know, I wanted to know, where did they start and where are they now? And you were supposed to fill in all the stuff in between, which you did a good job. Because I, I don't know how you managed to piece that together. It's just trying to figure out where it is now was difficult. But what I discovered, Guardians of the Galaxy, March 2020, Volume 6. Okay? That's as far as I could get. The person who cur- currently has the stone is known as the Prince of Power. Okay. So the Prince of Power ha- teams up with our favorite rabbit blackjack o'hare the same right the one we just talked about with rocket blackjack o'hare that's right yeah so him blackjack o'hare and the west spiral arm guardians so this is if you listen to our rocket episode this is kind of starts off right after that the guardians have split you have gamora drax group moon dragon blackjack o'hare and prince of power all working in one group of the guardians for mr nosbark off to kill Rocket. And, uh, right? So we know know this story. And in this run, the Guardians have broken up and they reform. And Peter Quill becomes, like, the Star-Lord. A Star-Lord. Not just a silly nickname that he gives himself, but this all-powerful being, or a very powerful being, after apparently dying, but not... Uh, being whisked away to this alternate universe and having these experiences and then coming back where that takes place after Zeus and the Olympian gods try to fight him, him and Nova prime and a bunch of folks. And uh, they have to deal with uh, the Olympus gods quite a few times. They even take on null 
who is like this huge villain, cosmic type villain. So there's all this going on. But during it, we have this little side character who he calls himself the Prince of Power. He's otherwise known as Prince Other One. <laughs> His, he goes around and he says, uh, they're like, what's your power? And he says, my power is my physique. And he flexes and he shows his pecs and his abs and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, he's, a, oh, he's a walking punchline, basically. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like a really buff Legolas. He's got the pointy ears and everything, the blonde hair. Discount Hercules. Yeah. But Rocket knows. So, why Rocket knows, I don't know. Um, but Rocket knows that really he gets his power because he swallowed the Power Stone. And that's that's where he gets his abilities from. For whatever reason, he... He swallowed the stone. We have no idea how or why or who this guy is, really. Um, oh, that is awesome. He has the power stone inside of him. <laughs> and this this run uh, ends March 2021 on Marvel Unlimited. So I haven't been able to read beyond it. But that's where it is now. But this Prince Other One, he he's, he's known... He's of Noblor. I don't know. Or Noblor. I don't know... Uh, anything about this, but he ends up just for whatever reason, he works with Blackjack O'Hare, the Black Bunny solutions. You know, he, he's hanging around with, with the Guardians, and you, you get to see him um, do his thing, but he's sort of like a side character, even though he has the Power Stone. That's where it is. It's in his stomach or wherever it is after he swallowed it. I don't want to think about it. That That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, It's a good run. It's very interesting. Uh, all the stuff that happens with the Guardians. Um, and they're they're splitting stuff. So, all right. So I have a pop quiz for you guys. All right. <laughs> okay. We do so good at these. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, how many characters have controlled the Power Stone? How many people have controlled the Power Stone? Define controlled. Um, like had it in their possession. Yeah, been able to use it. Um, mm. And uh, this is only for the Earth six one six Prime Universe. And we're going to rule out the Prince of Power. That's one. Boom. He's done. How many other ones? Uh, well, Thanos, right? Thanos, yep. Trico, Titania. Uh, I believe She-Hulk uses it for a bit. We know that uh, any number of heroes have used it. I know at least the gauntlet was used twice. Black Panther and um, Captain America. I'm sure there's been a ton more. Drax had it, but I don't know if he used the power. <clears throat> Gamora's used it, which is like eight. So I'm going to say 20. I'm going to say 24 because my favorite number. Uh, the answer that I was able to dig up, because this is a harder one to solve, was 22. Whoa! That's right on. Yeah. <laughs> 22. Star Lord, Nova Corps, Stranger, Champion, Thanos, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, The Hood, Thor, Drax, Nebula, Adam Warlock, Titania, Red Hulk, She Hulk, Emma Frost, Requiem, Loki. Gorilla Alpha, Trico Cap Panther, and Prince of Power, of course. So, did you just count Gamora and Requiem? I did. That's the same person. Oh, they're different personalities. Okay, well, okay, so so twenty one, so twenty one. <laughs> I actually didn't know they were the same person. Although I guess if Prince of Power is in there, yeah, yeah, he makes it twenty three, so twenty two, whatever. I did, I did not know they were the same person. You guys are pretty darn close. That was that's pretty good, and yeah. I just like no, I don't I don't read enough comics. It can't be eight. <laughs> right, right. It's got to be way more than that. And I probably missed some in the list. So if you know someone else, let us know. Especially if it gets into twenty four. 
Right. Hey, let's look at the card in this set. Yeah, why are we even talking about the Power Stone? Yeah, well, we have a modular set with one total card, one unique by title. Daniel, why don't you tell <laughs> us about the Power Stone? Well, I'm looking right at it, so I'm happy to. So, this is Power Stone. It's an attachment. Um, its trait is Infinity Stone. Setup attached to the villain. Permanent. Force response. After a hero or villain deals three or more damage to it, attached character with a single attack, attach Power Stone to the attacking hero or villain. Interesting. And it gives you, when it's attached, it gives you plus one scheme or thwart and plus one attack. Daniel, could you please yeah. describe the picture? Well, it's um, some green fingers that are delicately holding a purple gem that seems to be emanating toxic yellow gas fumes. That would be power. Uh, but purple, that means it's uh, the post-rebirth power stone. Ah. I believe it was red before that. <laughs> I think you're right from reading the, the She-Hulk Titania stuff. I think it was red. So this card doesn't seem like all that powerful. Oh, that's what we want you to think. I mean, it's just, it, it's just plus one to things. I mean, aren't there weapons out there that are plus two? There are, but this is on top of that. And this is always in play. And... I think it depends on how easily the heroes can keep it away from the villain. It's another one of these death by thousand cuts things. Yeah. Right. As a game of numbers, I think if it was, if the bonuses were too high, it might be too unbalancing. Um, You know, it starts on the villain. It's set up in permanent, so there's no way to remove it from the villain except for the forced response. And, And then... On the counter side of that too, it can't ever be removed, you know, with a mod, you know, an encounter card or something like that. If the heroes happen to steal it from the villain, right? And it doesn't seem all that hard to. I'm guessing it moves around a lot. It can, it can. Uh, I found that well when I was playing Gamora, Piercing Strike was my favorite card because it deals exactly three damage. It gets through tough, mm-hmm. so it's mm. my. I got the stone card. I yeah, see. I think. It's probably easier for the heroes to hold on to it than the villain, since the villain doesn't defend. Only, you know, they might have tough or uh, some sort of energy shield or, you know, like there's some cards out there that Rhino's armor or something like that. But the heroes have all the attack event cards that could do three or more damage, um, you know, fairly consistently. So I think the heroes have a chance to take it. And, and hold it easier than the villain does. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it it's one of those things where the power stone itself isn't so bad, but you're playing Red Skull and he gets an extra side scheme to play, or you're playing, you know, Rhino and he gets his plus one fight, and then it, oh, okay, now now the villain's attacking for four, and that's starting to get uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love that it's a um, modular set that doesn't add anything to the deck. It just it's on the table. Boom. Right, you can put it in. You can play it on any villain you want. It's just going to be out there, and off you go. You can. In a couple days, you'll get to see this used on a villain not from the galaxy's most wanted box. Ooh, what? Hey, if you've been watching the YouTube series, you'll know exactly what it is. But I couldn't stay away from it. And yes, you can add it to any set. I wouldn't replace a modular set with this. I would just add it. Yeah, I wonder. Like you could. I mean, you could, right? You could take out some set and and that encounter deck would be super thin uh, right mm-hmm. you're just getting all of the villains cards and 
no hydro patrol anymore or you know whatever might be in there so that's yeah that's probably better for the villain yeah might it might be more acceleration uh it's not as diluted could be interesting yep so we have one infinity stone will we get the rest Mm. yes yes we will perhaps in the next expansion all at once (laughs) (laughs) i think they spoiled that right so well that was that was informative what are you going to rate it daniel you know i'm going to give it a b minus just because i want it to be more powerful it's called power stone uh, I'm going to give it a C plus because a protection player can keep us away from the villain forever. And that bumps the heroes up to very comfortable levels. Two is the average. This puts their stats at threes on average. And that's that's too much. That's too much. And the, and the villain just doesn't have enough tools to deal with it. I feel like this should have come with two cards that get shuffled in that do something. Like villain takes the power stone. Yep. Yep. Or the villain deals damage. Hey, that maybe outside the galaxy's most wanted box. You should put that in. Well, all right. That's the Power Stone. There it is. Super informative. Great. Great knowledge, gentlemen. Well done. Well done. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So let me tell these good people where they can find us. Now, do you have any suggestions for how to make an orgy of fists pass a Power Stone? I- I'm asking for a friend. Email us at criticalencounterspot at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Wandering Took, and Big Foam Loaf. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Power Stone takes out. To endure here, one must possess great power. Responsibility is optional.